Welcome to Love You Most. This is an episode you guys have been asking for, and it's all about solo dates. And as I was writing down all the things that would be just like talking about today, like I literally start coming up with more solo date ideas. So let me know if you guys want another episode all about solo dates. I feel like I'm such an advocate and like encourager for solo dates because I think it helps you to love yourself more or know yourself more, which in turn helps you to love yourself more. I also think that like, I don't know, it just gets you to enjoy life more because you're going to be trying new things. You're not going to be waiting on the people around you to like free up their schedule to like have fun. You're going to be able to have fun on your own and find joy in life on your own, which I think is so important. So let me know if you guys want another solo date episode with like different ideas. I would love to share all the ones that I came up with. Fun fact, I actually share a lot of, um, I don't know, like these little blurbs. I don't even know if that's like the word, but like whenever I have like, you know, little podcast episode ideas, they literally come from Instagram. So you can kind of know like what's coming next. If you are just like hanging out on my Instagram, on my feed, because I will really take like inspiration from what I've shared with you guys and like what resonates with you guys. And then just like talk about it more in depth here. So I actually wasn't sure if I was going to talk about Solidate ideas on the podcast because I don't really talk about every single thing that I share like on my feed on the podcast. But one of you guys literally asked like, hey, can you share solo date ideas? And I'm like, you know what? This is actually a great thing to talk about. Um, So yeah, let's get into just all of the solo date ideas that I have. There are 16 different solo date ideas. So make sure you're taking notes and just thinking about like what would interest you. Um, Also make sure to leave a review because it just lets me know that you guys are, I don't know, like what's on your mind while you're like listening to this episode. Also make sure you're following Love You Most Pod Instagram and TikTok because I will share like little sounds from like the things that we chat about here and just like things that you can save and listen to later and just like a short 30 seconds or 20 second minute like reel or like picture something that you can save like that's just tangible for you to remember later because I feel like there's so many episodes and it's easy to like forget like what we've talked about here so that's like a nice way to save it and just like easily get back to it later. So yeah, let's get into the episode. Um, I hope you guys are as excited as I am. I feel like these are great ideas going into fall. And then winter, I think I'll have like another episode maybe about like solo dates or just like things to do in the winter. I actually have an autumn bucket list um, episode that I'm thinking of like having come soon. I'm not really sure. Just let me know if that's something you guys want to hear because I talked about like my autumn bucket list on TikTok and on Instagram, but I wasn't sure if it would be something you guys would want to listen to here. So let me know. And if it is something you want to listen to, I will share it here. So for the first solo date idea, one thing that I think would be great for a solo date is to visit an art gallery. And actually for all of these solo dates, I've done every single one of these. So I want to definitely talk about my experience. So I try to go to art galleries frequently, but in the past I would always go with like friends, but I actually enjoy it more when I go by myself. And here's the reason. The biggest reason is because Art galleries, I think, like really one, invoke emotion in like, you know, when you're looking at the art, but two, 
you get so much more time to like really sit and look at the art when you're by yourself versus when you're with someone else. Because when you're with someone else, usually you're walking together or you're walking in the same room together. So maybe you're not walking like side by side, but you're probably walking room by room together. I mean, I doubt you're going to go to the art gallery and just completely like separate, which honestly, I don't think it's a bad idea. But I just think like socially, like that's not really what people do when they go to art galleries with friends or significant others. So I feel like Whenever you go with someone else, they probably are going to resonate with something different than you. It's going to be very rare that you resonate with like the exact same art piece. And so when you're by yourself, it's so much easier to actually like, I don't know, soak in the art that's there and like really think about what is like triggering your like emotions. And it's just like a really peaceful experience. I went to this art gallery in Champaign when I took Bain to like his vet appointment um, it was like a free art gallery. I thought it was super cool. And there were so many rooms in there. And I actually just was planning on going in for like maybe 10 minutes just to like pop in and out because I saw like it was free online. And I literally ended up staying in there for a full hour because there were so many different rooms. And I think that was my first time going to like a larger art gallery by myself. I've been to like smaller ones in my town by myself, but never to a larger art gallery. And so there was so much to see. They had art on the wall, like pictures that were uh, painted. They also had pictures that were like photographs and shot with a camera. They also had art pieces that were like molded with clay and just tons of different like textures and things. So there was so much to look at and it really made me like think about so much. I will say the only part that I think is something that you can't do that you're usually able to do with a friend is like you're not really able to talk about your thoughts. But I really think one good thing to do if you're going to an art gallery by yourself is to maybe journal after you leave the art gallery. Because I feel like when you see art, it's evoking emotion for a reason. And usually when you're with someone, you want to talk about that emotion. But since you can't talk about it, I feel like journaling is such a great way to still get that same like I don't know, that same feeling of like inspiration to like maybe change something in your life or do something differently or like some kind of nostalgic feeling that you're able to like express, but you're just doing it through paper. I think that that's like such a great way to still have that same element, but just in a more unique way. Another solo day idea that I love is to have a shopping day. Now, I don't do this as much anymore because I feel like my love for fashion has kind of shifted to a love for books. And I do still love like putting together outfits, especially in the fall. I think that's like one of my favorite seasons for like styling outfits. But I feel like I don't necessarily shop for clothes as much because I don't really like, I don't know, I wear a lot of the same pieces over and over again. But I will say that if you are someone who just really likes to, I don't know, get out and do something new. I feel like shopping can be fun because you can, it doesn't even have to be like clothes. I guess it could be like home decor or anything like that. And you don't necessarily have to buy it. But I think window shopping sometimes can give you inspiration for maybe how you want to decorate your home or like what outfits you would want to put together. I know that when I go into like home decor stores like West Elm and I'll go into anthropology, they have things styled in a way that I never would imagine like in my own home. So it gives me a lot of inspiration for how I could do, I don't know, a living room piece and like how I could decorate a bedroom. And it's just like things I never would have thought of. And I also feel like when I'm shopping by myself, I don't feel as much pressure to buy things. And I know that's probably like a weird thing, but when I'm with someone else and I tell like a friend like, hey, let's like go shopping together. 
if you go shopping with a friend and you're shopping for like three hours and you don't buy anything, I don't know why that feels weird to me, but it does. And it shouldn't, but it definitely does. And so when I'm by myself, I feel like I don't have that additional pressure to like make sure I bring something home or spend some type of money. I feel like I can easily window shop and not feel like I need to, I don't know, make my trip worthwhile, if that makes sense. So shopping is a great way to just like have a unique solo date. I guess it's not like super unique because I feel like a lot of people do shop. But a lot of the time, I think if you're shopping by yourself, you're not shopping for the experience of like enjoying it. Usually you're just like running in and out, or at least that's how I've like viewed my shopping days in the past. Like Example, if I need to go into Macy's for something, let's say a Christmas gift or a birthday gift, usually I like park in the Macy's parking lot and I walk in super fast. I walk straight to where I need to go and then I walk right out after I buy it. It doesn't really become an experience that I like enjoy or would call a date. And so I don't know. I feel like if you're trying to make a like shopping day into like a solo date with yourself, just really like romanticize it and make it feel a little bit more special than just like going in and out to like get one thing and go home really spend your time and one thing i love about solo dates is like there's no one there to pressure you to finish something sooner to leave to move to a different store so like if you're in macy's smell all the perfumes try on all the shoes like you have the time to really just like i don't know see what you love and like see like you know what rooms in the well not rooms but what like um stores in the like mall really are drawing you to like go in and you don't have to be like asking a friend like hey do you want to go in this store like are you you know okay with me popping in here really quickly like you can literally just do it go into i don't know a jewelry store and get your ears pierced like you can literally do anything there is no like parameter for what you can and can't do you don't have to ask anyone else and that's one really nice thing about solo dates Another solo date that I feel like is super fun and one that you can easily take for granted is watching the sunrise. Now, you might think that this is not a date, but imagine if you were with a partner, you guys decided to go to the park really early or maybe go to the lake really early. You sat down a blanket and you just sat together, turned on some music, maybe like, I don't know, I'm trying to think of an artist that would be really good. Uh, Lizzie, you know, who sings like the ceiling song that like went viral on TikTok. I'm literally obsessed with her or like you listen to, I don't know, just like some slow jazz music and you sat out and watched the sunrise. If you were to tell your friends later, like, yeah, like I went on this date with my potential partner and, you know, we were sitting on the blanket and we were listening to jazz music and it was like so like fun and romantic. They'd be like, oh my God, the cutest day ever. That's so sweet. But then when you do it by yourself, Sometimes it almost feels like it's not a date, but like it is. And I think what makes it a date is making it feel special. So take away the blanket, take away the music, you know, take away just like that special moment. It's just a sunset or it's just a park. But I feel like adding in those small things makes it even more like romanticized and like special. So whenever you're having solo dates with yourself, I feel like you can kind of just take regular things that you'd normally do and just make them a little bit more special by doing special things that you might do in a date with a partner, but just like do it with yourself because you are just as important and you should spend just as much effort on a date with yourself as you should with someone else. Another great solo date idea is to soak up the sun while reading a book. And I think that this is a really 
good solo day idea. And I do this very, very often, but I would encourage you to try to read like whatever book you have, or maybe you want to like do something else other than read a book. Maybe you want to draw, you want to paint, but try to do that in a space that's unique to you. So for me, I like to go downtown and there's this like building that has like a, it's not like a skylight, but like there's a rooftop area where you can actually go up and like sit. You can see the whole like downtown area. It's super cool. There's murals up there. And I like to go there by myself a lot. I used to like go and eat lunches there. Um, or I would just go and like sit up there and read. I would just like put down a little blanket and like you literally can see like the whole downtown. It's such a cool view. So that is like such a unique way for me to like take something that I normally do in like, you know, just a really chill setting in my bedroom or my living room and turn it into a date by like finding a new unique space to do something that I already love. And I try to do that often because one, that's free. Like you literally don't have to pay any money for that. You don't have to do anything like, I don't know, super extravagant. You're literally just finding a unique place and going to do something. And it just makes the date with yourself feel a little bit more special. Another great solo date is to walk through the farmer's market. I think that this is a cool one because, well, for one, I'm seeing more and more people do this and it just makes my heart so happy because I feel like in the past, at least when I was younger, I don't want to say like, you know, in our, my parents' age, because I don't really know like what people were doing then. But I know for me and just like growing up, the farmer's market was never something that I would see people doing by themselves unless they were just running to get something and going home. So like if someone was coming to get some type of fruit, they just kind of like come and leave and not really just like enjoy the farmer's market. I would see a lot of like parents with their children, but still then again, they're not by themselves. But now I feel like I'm seeing so many more people just enjoying the farmer's market alone. And I think that is such a great solo date. Like there is this little smoothie place that's downtown at our farmer's market. And you can always see people like just lined up to get smoothies and they'll get their smoothie and they'll walk around. They'll pick like some flowers from one of the vendors and then, you know, just enjoy their time, like seeing the market. And you don't necessarily have to even buy anything. Like last weekend, I actually went to the farmer's market and I was planning on buying this, um, what is it called? They're pop tarts, but they're like, almost like dessert pop tarts are really like thick and sweet and they're not like a breakfast pop tart they're more of like a dessert but i was just craving one so bad and so i went there to get it but they weren't actually at the farmer's market so i ended up walking and just like enjoying the farmer's market i met one of you guys there it was really special we talked for a little bit and then i kept walking and after i left i just kept thinking like this was so fun and i'm so glad that i went but i didn't even buy anything and it was just like I don't know. I just had my happy little farmer's market day. There's something about it that just like being in community with other people, even if you're not necessarily doing anything, it just feels really special. And another solo day idea that I think is really fun is to go on a picnic. And this is one I do probably every other day. And I think that this is a really easy one because we all eat. And <laughs> since we all eat food, like we all eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner, just take that meal outside into your backyard or to the park next door or, you know, drive over to a park or whatever, and just like romanticize that meal with yourself and have a little picnic. Or if you want to make it even more special, you can obviously add like candles or, you know, things like that. But I feel like sometimes it can feel so daunting to just like make this extravagant picnic when as humans, we just don't have a ton of extra time. And so 
when you're thinking of like solo dates, obviously you want to be able to romanticize the moment and make it very like special, but don't feel like you have to make something so like, I don't know, extravagant that it's just like not in your ability to actually do it. Like make sure that whatever date you're planning with yourself is something that's attainable and something that isn't going to feel too daunting with your schedule. Like if you don't have time for a picnic, like that is totally fine. Take your food to, you know, a park and sit at a bench. If you don't have time to go to a park, go and sit in your backyard and like watch the sunset or the sunrise from there. Like, I don't know, there's ways to make things special with yourself and you don't necessarily have to spend like a ton of extra time. I think you just have to be creative and thinking like, how can I make this a little bit different than what I normally do? And I think eating outside just in general makes just, I don't know, meals more fun and enjoyable, especially with like music. And another solo date, I think that is so... I don't know, underrated. And maybe it's because again, we just as humans don't have that much time, but creating a spa night at home is so, so, so relaxing. And I do not do this nearly enough. So really I'm talking to myself here, but spa nights, I feel like give you so much just like, I don't know, relaxation that I feel like a lot of other things can't. And I think part of it is because when you're in the bath, your muscles like immediately relax and you just feel so like at ease and just the warmth is really nice. And then usually I have a book and so I'll read a book or listen to music. It just is a whole vibe. And I think that I definitely need to do this more for myself, but also for a like solo date with yourself, really like make that spa night super extravagant. Like if you have time on a Friday night or maybe a Saturday, take like a little spa night, but like make it like a long night. Or even if you have time like midday on a Saturday, try to do that. Like I've always thought like it's really nice that we like usually take baths like at night. I mean, that's like a great thing, but like, why do we not take baths in the afternoon? Like why on a Sunday afternoon, if we're free, I mean, obviously we're like busy people, but like if we're free and we have time, why do we not like take baths in the afternoon? Because imagine you have like a whole spa afternoon thing where you like take a bath, you listen to music, you read your book and you're just like in the bath, having the best time, you get out, you like put on lotion, you do like an exfoliating scrub, you do like your skincare, you know, whatever. So by this time, like if you, you know, have that bath at let's say two o'clock and then you like give yourself like a couple hours to like, you know, wash your hair and like, you know, do the exfoliating scrub and all that stuff we're getting close to dinner here, like not late dinner, but like early dinner and you get in your robe and you're just like cozy, you're warm, you're relaxed, your shoulders aren't tense. And I think sometimes with me, like, I don't, I don't know, I don't have like nightly like baths or spa nights because it feels so daunting at the end of the day to like make time for that. Like, you know, at let's say eight o'clock or seven o'clock at, or after dinner, you know, cleaning out the tub and then having to like, I don't know, fill up the tub. And then once it's filled, I'm like a weird person. Like I like to shower after my bath and I, maybe I'm the only human that likes to do that. I don't really know. But to me, I just like, don't feel clean unless I like recently showered. Like maybe if I showered that morning and then I get in the bath at night, but like if I haven't showered since the previous day and then I like sit in the bathtub, I kind of feel like I'm just sitting in my own dirty water. So I like to shower afterward. So anyway, showering afterward, and then like, you know, I have to do my hair and twist my hair. And it's like, you know, the whole natural hair thing like takes time. So this is like a whole process. So then by this time, it's like 930 at night. 
and I get out and it's like, okay, time to go to bed. Like I don't get to read my book. I don't get to light my candles. Like the night is pretty much over. I think it would be really cool to have like a solo date, but make like an afternoon bath versus like an evening one. I think that would just be a really nice way to relax and you'll actually get to enjoy the rest of the night versus like rushing to go to sleep. And another solo date idea that I think would be so great is to practice a new sport. Now, I think that a lot of the time when I think of sports, I think of two people. I don't think of sports as something to like do by yourself, but I... I think it was like two years ago. So it has been a while, but like I went to the tennis court and I actually was like practicing with the like tennis racket and just like seeing what I could like hit and like mess around. And it was actually really, really fun. Like, I don't know. It was cool to see like how close I could hit to the line, but not like getting over and still like making it be like in. And I think it would be a really fun like solo day idea to try to like practice a new sport maybe go like play basketball. Obviously you're not going to play a game because you're literally by yourself, but like see how many like baskets you can make in a row or just something like that where you can just like hone in on something that maybe you like or something you like somewhat enjoy doing or want to be better at and then just like turn it into like a fun little date with yourself. Like it doesn't have to be competitive. It can literally just be another way to relax and try something new. And like, don't take it too seriously. I feel like that's what makes it like a fun date with yourself when you're not like turning it into a project. And I think as humans, we can so easily do that. We can feel like, you know, let's start this puzzle. And then you start doing the puzzle and you're like, oh my gosh, I have to get this puzzle done. It has to be right. You know, you don't have to finish the puzzle at all. It can never be finished. The point of the puzzle is to enjoy it, to relax and just like, you know, enjoy your time while you're doing it. It's not necessarily like, a race to the finish and it doesn't have to be some like super competitive thing. But I think a lot of the time we turn our enjoyment into something that is like, I don't know, feels like a task that's like heavy and just keep things light and keep things fun. And I think that that's an easy way to turn something that's very like, I don't know, you wouldn't think of it as a date into something that is a date. And I, I don't know if you guys have seen the uh, movie Love and Basketball, but I think that's such a cute movie. And in that movie, the two characters, they have like this banter with each other where they're constantly like playing at the basketball hoop together. And it's like so cutesy, so romantic. And they just like play horse. And so they just like shoot the the basketball into baskets and they try to see who can win. And they're not like being super serious about it, but it's such a cute moment every time it comes up in the movie. And I just love how like they're not super... I don't know, putting a lot of pressure on the moment. They're just like enjoying each other's company. And sometimes I feel like it's easy to do that with other people when you're with your friends. Cause like, that's what friendship is. Like a large part of it is just like being in the company of your friend and, you know, having fun with them. You're maybe not being competitive with them. You're just enjoying their space, enjoying their company. But I think by ourselves, I feel like a lot of the time we have to make, I don't know, our, what we're doing feel productive. And it literally doesn't have to be just go and shoot some baskets, go and do that puzzle, go and, you know, listen to music in your backyard and read your book. And none of that has to be a competition in any way. It can just be like a very relaxing thing and you deserve to relax and to rest. And another solo day idea that I think is a really good one is to <laughs> there's, we're actually getting close to the end here. I picked 16. Don't ask me why I picked 16 of them, but this one is to attend a ceramics class. And I actually have attended a ceramics like 
it wasn't a class, but like I went to like a ceramics place where you can make um, or paint little ceramics. I do definitely want to do a class at some point, but it was so fun. I didn't go by myself. I went with my niece and we had the absolute best time. But while I was there, I kept thinking like, why do I not come back to this place more often? Like, it's so fun. You go in, you pick out like some type of ceramic, you paint it, and then you like leave it there and you go and pick it up later after they like do whatever they do to make it like, you know, usable. And I just had the best time just like zoning out, painting, making like weird shapes. And I'm not like super good with like arts stuff. <laughs> I feel like sometimes again, going back to like making everything a competition, sometimes when I'm doing like some type of artwork, whether it's like painting or it's drawing or it's coloring, I feel like it has to be perfect. And so when I was doing like the ceramics, I was like, oh, I don't even know like what to do because I want to make this look good. But then I had to be like, the point of this isn't really to like make this look like some kind of masterpiece. It's literally just to have fun. So like put whatever shapes or whatever you want on there and just like let it do what it does and it'll be fine. And so I ended up like really enjoying my time, but I feel like it'd be a really great solo date to just like go there by yourself and maybe go and get like a smoothie beforehand or maybe go and just like, you know, pick out some fun colors and just like have at it. I feel like it'll be a really unique date. And I feel like you don't see that very often, or at least I don't hear about it very often. The next solo day idea that I think is a great one is to get lost in a book at the bookstore. Now you guys know I'm a huge proponent for books, book shopping, bookstores, and all the bookish things. But I do think even for myself, it's hard for me to go to a bookstore and just like read in a bookstore. Do not ask me why, because that is literally what bookstores are made for. Like, well, not made for, but like a portion of the bookstore is made for that. Like they put Starbucks coffee in there and tables and they have like little book stands and all kinds of spaces for you to just like want to read. There's couches in the kids section. Like they they want you to buy books and they want you to read those books. So why do we do not do it? I don't know. And maybe there's other people who do it. But like when I go to my like Barnes and Noble or even into independent bookstores where there's like couches in there and just like cozy spaces. I don't see people like reading in those spaces. And I've been to the library multiple times and I rarely see people reading in the library. I do see people like studying in the library or like working on like things and tasks, but I rarely see people actually reading in those spaces. And so that's one thing that I think would be such a fun solo day is to grab a book and go to the library or go to a bookstore, independent bookstore, or like a larger bookstore and just enjoy your book there. Now, if you're going to an independent bookstore or you're going to like some kind of larger bookstore, I don't know if they like let you take books in there. So like maybe don't do that. But like if you plan on shopping, actually stay there and enjoy that book that you just picked out and like romanticize that moment by yourself. And don't just like rush in and rush out. And I feel like I guess that's like a theme in like most of these things. I feel like the way to turn something into like a date with yourself or like a special moment, I think is just being very intentional. When you go from like in a, I don't know, something on your calendar being something you have to do to being something you want to do or that you like take a little bit of extra time to do, I think that that's what makes it more of a date and more like enjoyable and something you can look back on and be like, wow, that was a really special moment. And I really love that. And I think so often when we're with friends and family, we really do take our time. Like example, shopping days. Like when you shop with friends and family, 
you stroll those stores for hours. Like you'll, you know, walk and talk and, you know, just really enjoy things. And same with bookstores or even just like going to the grocery store. Like if you're doing something with someone else, you're not going to just like rush them through things. But I feel like when we're by ourselves, we just like make everything have to be so fast, so in and out. And I don't know, I think that the way to turn something from just being like a regular moment to being like a special moment, a solo date, a date with yourself that feels like something you'll look back on and be like, wow, that was like a beautiful moment that I loved. I think it is really to be intentional about it and just like take your time. And whether that's in an art gallery, whether that's at the grocery store or whether that's, you know, something as small as like taking your food outside to eat it on a blanket versus like scarfing it down at your dinner table or just like even standing in your kitchen. I think it really makes all the difference. And another solo date that I think is really fun is to an explore is explore a new park. Now I recently went to a park that's in my hometown that I haven't been to in years. It's called Centennial Park. And I went there with a friend and we like talked for hours and really enjoyed our time. And as we were talking, I noticed that the sun literally goes down and there's the most beautiful sunset in the area that we were in. And I haven't been to that park since I was like a kid. And so I ended up going back there again, like a couple, I don't know, weeks later, and I did like a little scrapbooking night with friends. And it's so weird. Like there wasn't anything in my mind that made me think like, oh, maybe I should like go back to this park by myself. There's something about like, when you're doing things with other people, I feel like it's so easy to think like, oh, let's try this new park or like try this new activity or like be crafty and fun. But then when it comes to yourself, it's like, okay, I'll just go to the same park I always go to. Or, oh, I'll just like do, you know, the same activity that I always do for fun. And I don't know, just like, it's it's hard sometimes to think out of the box of what we normally do. But I feel like that just makes life a lot more fun when you're trying new things, especially alone. So I think trying a new park or going to a new park by yourself would be something that would be a great solo date. And there's tons of like, I don't know, gardeny, <laughs> gardeny, I don't even know if that's a word, but there's tons of like garden areas in um, Springfield. And I don't know about your hometown where you live, but I feel like there are a lot of like gardens where you can go to and nature trails and places that are just out in nature that maybe you haven't explored yet. So try to look for those and see if you can maybe like make a very special moment there and just like try something new. And another solo day idea that I think is super, super fun is to go to a record store. Now, maybe you're not into records. I actually just got into records like last year and it was around Christmas time and I really do enjoy it. The sound is really cool. It just kind of gives me nostalgic vibes. And I also feel like I listen to a lot of artists that I wouldn't normally listen to. I usually pick records that are like in the dollar bin or like the $3 bin. So I don't ever really spend a ton of money on records, but I like picking the older artists because I find that like, I do not know who these artists are that I'm picking. And usually the records are separated by genre. So there'll be like a little, I don't know, bucket or something that says country, a bucket that says pop, a bucket that says all different types of things. And whatever genre you like, you can just like sift through and see what's of interest to you. And even if you don't know the artist, you can just pull something and listen to it. I don't know. It's really fun. So I have like started doing that with records and that's kind of what has gotten me into records. But in our record store, there's actually a arcade and the arcade is like so fun. I really enjoy it. And I think that it's something that I definitely need to do more by myself and I don't do enough by myself. 
And I feel like it would be a great solo date. So maybe you don't have a record store that has an arcade, but maybe it has like a little bin with tons of different types of music that you can pull. And it would be, I think, a fun solo date to do alone. The next solo date idea that would be really fun is to be the be a tourist for the day in your own town. And I guess I say this in this way because I feel like if I said explore your town, you're like, okay, like I explore my town all the time. But no, like literally pretend that you are a tourist. Like if you had a friend come from out of town, where would you take them? What would you want to try? What things would you be like planning on your little agenda? I don't know. Maybe I'm the only person who creates agendas. Like when I'm hanging out with friends from out of town, they like come visit or like we go to different cities. But like if you were like going to visit your town and you'd never been there, what kind of things would you want to see? Where would you want to go and just create a day for yourself as if you're a tourist, but in your own town? I feel like that is such a fun solo day idea. You'll be able to try lots of new things. You'll be able to bring in new experiences. And I think the new experiences are honestly like the top tier thing for solo dates because it makes life just feel like so fun and you feel like you don't really need anyone else to bring joy into your life because you're already doing it yourself by yourself. So make sure you're adding in new like fun experiences. And I think the easiest way to do that is to be like a tourist in your own town to try things that you've never tried before. A another fun solo date idea is to spruce up your yard with flowers. And I actually think I'm going to do this tomorrow. And I think so easily we can feel like things are a chore when in reality they would be really special if we just like took the time to notice how special they can be. Like imagine if you had a friend come over and you guys were to plant flowers together, like that would be a fun thing to do. But then when we're about doing it by ourselves, like I think that we sometimes can turn things into a chore when really like it could be special. So head over to, you know, a little place where you can pick up some flowers and bring them home, maybe turn on some music like Nora Jones, you know the vibes, like just very chill, relaxed, and then, you know, put in your flowers or whatever you decide to like put in your house and or in front of your house, your backyard or wherever. And maybe you don't want to listen to music. Maybe you want to listen to a podcast or an audiobook or something that's just going to like relax you. I think that that would be such a fun solo day idea. And we can so easily overlook things like that because we feel like it's something we have to do. But I think when we change our mindset to be like, okay, this is something I get to do. I feel like it makes it feel a little bit more special and fun. Another solo day idea that would be super nice to do alone would be to enjoy a yoga class. I went to my friend's yoga class. She like recently became a yoga instructor and I went to her yoga class a couple months ago and I went by myself because uh, she was going to be the instructor. So obviously she couldn't go with me, but I wanted to support her and be there for her. And I went and I literally met so many people there. Like I was so surprised. I will say that doing things alone and like having solo dates is one of the best ways to meet people. And we've talked about this multiple times in other episodes about like friendship, but truly like I've met so many people just by doing things by myself. And so if you are wanting to make friends, I think that solo dates are also a great way to do that. But that's not like the purpose of this episode. Um, the purpose of this episode, I feel, is to like really allow you to have ideas for solo dates so you can get to know yourself better and love yourself more and know yourself better in a deeper way. But going to a yoga class, I think, is super fun. And it's not like, how it doesn't feel as daunting, I don't think, because 
in a yoga class, you are there to just like follow the instructor and like what they tell you to do. So you don't really have to talk to anyone once it gets started. You can just kind of like zone out and just like fully try to relax. And I think that it's such a fun thing to do if you're looking for a solo date. And the last little thing that I think would be fun to do for a solo date is to watch the sunset. And I know I did say watch the sunrise, but the sunrise gives different vibes. Sunrises are fun. Like I really enjoy them, but a sunset, there's something so relaxing about a sunset that I can't even explain. It definitely gives different vibes than sunrise. Sunrise gives like, it's a new day, day starting, let's get energized, like that kind of vibe. I feel like sunset is like, we're introspective, we're relaxing we're like chill <laughs> we're just like winding down from the day different vibes both incredible things and both incredible like solo day ideas but they definitely give different vibes so those are all of the different solo day things that you guys can do just by yourself and if you guys want another episode just let me know all about solo dates let me know and i will share it with you guys because i feel like i'm constantly thinking of things that i could just I don't know, do by myself. And now let's get into our little Q and a segment. There are two questions I want to answer. And I think I'll get into more like questions in other episodes, but I'm actually thinking about doing a full like Q and a episode where it's just you guys's questions. So let me know if that's something that you guys would want to listen to just like me answering questions you guys have like submitted through the question box on the love you most pod Instagram. One of the questions that you guys asked is what is my go-to coffee order while reading? That's an interesting question because I feel like I am the type of person who like, maybe I just look like this on the outside, but like I am a routine person. Like, and I feel like people can kind of pick up on that. Maybe not. I don't know. But like, I am very much like get the same thing, you know, same order when I go to a restaurant, same drink when I go get a coffee or go get like, you know, something from Starbucks. So my go-to order is a venti iced chai with vanilla sweet cream, cold foam and oat milk instead of just like regular milk. Love, love, love that drink is very good. It kind of gives fall vibes to be honest. And then I also like a matcha to just like mix things up and I usually get it with oat milk. And then I'll also get vanilla, usually venti, but honestly, I need to chill on the venti size with like Starbucks because it is too much. Like I really do not need that much like caffeine or like any kind of anything. Like I just don't need that much cream. Like it's a lot. Like usually by the time I get done with a venti, I just like chug it. And so by the time I'm finished, sometimes I like have a stomachache because I just drink it so fast. So I really need to get like a smaller size, but that is my go-to order. I've been drinking roughly the same thing for like three, four years. I just am like a very routine person in that way. Another question you guys asked is what are your favorite small town Western romances? And that is a great question. Um, I actually have a video coming soon on YouTube with small town romance recommendations because I love like a good small town romance. So <laughs> I'm going to be annoying and I'm actually not going to share that, but be on the lookout on YouTube is coming really, really soon because I feel like small town like romances are what everyone wants to read in the fall. And I think that they're some of the best books to read in the fall. I will say a book that is one of my favorites for fall that is, it gives small town vibes. I don't know if it's exactly small town, so I'm not going to put it in the video that's going to go up on YouTube. So I'll share it here, but 
Love and Other Words by Christina Lauren is literally one of the coziest romances like ever. Like they read books together in a closet. Like how much cozier can you get than that? Like they put blankets on the floor and they just like lay out as like kids and just like read books and talk about books. And it is very, very cozy. And I really enjoy that book. And I feel like a lot of people like to read that book in the fall. So if you're looking for a romance that gives small town vibes, I don't necessarily know if they're in a small town or not, but they give vibes that are small town. Um, I do know that they like go and I think they go to like a summer home or something together. I'm reading it again for the second time this year. So I will keep you posted on whether it's actually a small town or whether it's just like small town vibes. I will definitely let you know. I think I'm also going to answer one more question because honestly, I didn't really give you guys like the answer that I think that you guys were probably looking for there, but I'm just being a little vague because I am going to be sharing more of that on YouTube. Make sure you're following me there if you do like like bookish type things because I feel like so many of you guys like chatting about books and I definitely want to add more like bookish chats here. But again, it's sometimes like hard to figure out like what you guys want to chat about when it comes to books. I will say just to like get into our little bookish segment that I've been reading so much lately just in the past like couple months and I have actually been reading probably some of the best books that I've ever read like back to back. Like usually if I read a really good book, usually the next couple books after it are just like not as good. And it's usually because I just have like really high expectations, you know, like if you get a five star read or you get a four star read after that, it is so hard to actually enjoy some of the books that you're reading because it just is like, they're just not hitting. Like you have just like had some of the best, like, I don't know, vibes in a book and it's just hard to replicate. So I have had a lot of like four star reads back to back, 4.5 star reads back to back. And I've really been like just getting all of the best books. So make sure you're following me on Goodreads because I do these little like um, little blurbs for the book. So you guys can get like an in-depth in depth view of like how I feel about the book. And just like my thoughts and stuff on it. They're usually like three paragraphs. So like there's a pretty good amount there. Um, One of you guys asked, what is my favorite song of all time? <laughs> these questions, these are actually so good. And some things I've like literally never thought about in my, I don't want to say my entire life, but like, I don't know when the last time I thought about my favorite song. I will say one of my favorite artists is Lizzie. I want to, I don't know exactly how to say her last name. McAlpine. I think that's how you say it. She's the artist who sang ceilings like that went um, viral on TikTok that I kind of like mentioned earlier. One of my favorite artists, I have never been to a concert or anything of hers, but I love her music. Just the vibes are so like relaxing. I always just like feel so calm whenever I listen to her music. And that's just the feeling that I want to get when I'm listening to music, period. Um, I also really like Hardy for like country. I feel like these are the artists when I think of them and I think of their music, I like almost every song that they like come out with, except for Hardy did come out with this album and it's like half rock, half like country and like the rock part I'm like not a fan of. So maybe he'll like get kicked off of like my favorite artist section or like top artist section. But it's hard for me to pick favorites because I feel like so easily like I just change moods or like. I don't know if I were to pick one song, like, and I were to tell you one song tomorrow, it might not be my favorite because I might be in the mood for like country. Maybe the song is like a rap song or like, maybe the song is, 
I don't know, just like a throwback or it's, I don't know, something that is not of interest to me in like the next 24 hours. So it's hard for you to pick a favorite song, but my favorite movie that you didn't ask for, but I'm going to offer anyway, is A Walk to Remember. And that is a movie that has stood the test of time and has always been one of my favorite movies. And I don't think it'll ever stop being my favorite movie just because it's like very, very cute. So I think that is all of the questions that I'm going to answer, but I will make sure to uh, put up the little Q&A box next time on Monday or Tuesday. That's when I try to put it up. This week, I put it up on a little bit later, like in the middle of the week, because um, actually, I think I put it up today. Yeah, I literally put it up today. So I put it up a little bit later because I was in Michigan with friends and I just got back from that had the best time. It was so fun. And it really made me think about how in the past I like struggled to make friends, but also I didn't really have like, even some of the friends I had that I thought were like the best friends or great friends or whatever that, you know, I'm not friends with them anymore. But like, when I look at the friends I have now and the friends I have had then, like the expectations for friendship that I had were so low. Like the bar was literally on the floor. Like, I was thinking about that when I was in Michigan, I was like, I used to get so excited when friends went to hang out with me or I would get excited when friends would like, I don't know, just like text me and like want to talk and like, you know, talk about things other than just like trauma dumping on me. And like, that is literally the bars on the floor. Like that's a bare minimum. And when I left Michigan, I actually got a text from one of my friends who was in the cabin. It was like a girl's trip with two other girls. And one of them, she texted me and she just sent this like long message. And she was like, I just want to say like, you know, this was such a special week. Like I just loved it so much and you're so great at hosting. And she just was like hyping me up in the best way. She was so nice. And she was like, you know, thank you so much for like listening. I hope that I can also be a friend that like you feel like, you know, I can listen to you and you can listen to me and like do the back and forth thing. Like I want to be there for you. And just, it was just so, 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 so sweet. And she did not have to like send this long text message. And it made me just feel so grateful for the friends I have now. And I think I've talked a lot about friendship, but I really want to give you like hope, I guess, because it took me really until like the last few years to get like my solid core group of friends. And I have always had like, one friend or two friends or just like, I don't know, here or there people that I can like rely on. But I feel like now I just have this core group of people that I can really trust and lean on. And they're all like different ages, different walks of life. Like, you know, they're not all like one big friend group where we all hang out together or anything like that. But they're just different people (laughs) from all different, like some of them are from college. Some of them are from like, you know, here in town, some of them are from like people I've met on the internet as other influencers, but like, they're all just so important to me. And I feel grateful that I found all of them. So I want to give you guys hope because, you know, if you are mid twenties, early twenties, you 30, 40, 50, whatever, there's always time left in life to meet new people, have new experiences and make new friends. So Anyway, that is all for this episode. I've definitely talked way more about friendship than I planned, but I hope that all this episode resonates with you. And I hope that you found some really good solo day ideas that you can take and maybe use this fall. If you guys are wanting a episode all about like autumn bucket list ideas and things that you can do in, in autumn that maybe you just like 
I don't know, are having a hard time coming up with like ideas, let me know. I would love to share an episode all about that because I love autumn. It's one of my favorite seasons. And I think it's a time to really like romanticize the weekend or the evenings because there's so many fun things like pumpkin picking and painting pumpkins and so many really like cool, unique things to do. So I love you most. I love you more than anyone you know. Well, maybe not, but I love you a lot. And I'll see you in the next episode. Bye, guys.